0: Hey friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What The Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, a bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy ass gossip to talk about. Like who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29 <laughs> or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? hello hello and welcome back to i'm sorry with the podcast i'm ashley sleek and i'm so freaking crazy literally i just i don't know why i do this but sometimes i'll be recording the podcast and i know i talk about this all the time but like whatever like i'm, I'm just recording the podcast and i say one sentence that i don't like and i just erase the whole thing like wh- i was 15 minutes in to the last episode and i was like ah you know what i don't like this i'm stopping bitch why why, do, why are you like this? I mean, I did talk a little bit about um, my looks, which not everybody can see me right now, obviously, because this is a podcast. But um, I look like eighth grade Ashley and I'm afraid of it. Genuinely afraid of it because my hair finally is long. And I, I used to have really long hair and I loved it. I loved it. And then I cut it off for donations because I'm a good person. And then it just never quite grew back the way I wanted it to. But now it's starting to to do that again I wonder if it's because I'm not blonde anymore um my sister would like to weigh in on that that situation I'd love to hear her. but anyways I'm, my hair is brown it's long I'm like accidentally wearing like a little bit thicker of eyeliner and I'm in this like black sweatshirt it's actually my ultimate beer Works sweatshirt shout out but with like a white zipper and like a black t-shirt like I literally feel so emo right now I was like seasonal depression yes I'll dress for that like Girl, relax. And it is it is actually like dark-ish outside. So I'm totally feeling the very extremely emo vibes. Like Ashley, relax. Re- Lacks So anyways, um, I that's what I look like right now. So I don't know if we're having a sad bitch episode, but I would like not to. I don't feel like a sad bitch. So I just kind of look like one at the moment. Actually, speaking of not being sad, I was thinking about this. And you know, I like to reflect. She's so fucking annoying. And you're like, bitch, we just listened to the 29 episode of you like doing this shit. But I was thinking a lot about relationships. I think because when I get into the dating section at the end of the podcast and I tell you about this guy who like had his ex-girlfriend's photos on his Instagram, like just a little tease. I, I think this made me think about my past relationship and like where I am now. And, you know, for a long time I was like super angry and I couldn't wait till the time where I got to the point Where I just like didn't care anymore. You know, and not like in a mean way, not like, oh, if he gets hit by a truck, like I wouldn't be sad. It's more like I wouldn't be the one driving the truck. You know what I mean? Like that's that's the part I was trying to get to. Like, I don't feel I don't know, I don't feel anything anymore. Except I'm just like, yeah, that was like a great time in my life and you know, um, we didn't work out. And like, I mean, obviously I, I'm still like, you're an ass, but, um, you know, I'm like, I think I just really, I'm to the point where I'm like, I made a great decision and I feel really like really, really moved on, which is so nice. I mean, I, and I just feel like when I have these realizations, I have to say this to you guys, the listeners, because you've been through it literally from like the next day after the breakup, to like now, of like dating and feeling good and feeling happy. Now, I say all this with one very large caveat. I say I'm doing really well right now in my life and in my emotional state and with my ex and all this stuff. Like, not that him and I are friends, but like, anyways, I cannot guarantee that that same bitch will be around this Friday, November 12th, when Taylor Swift releases Red. I just feel like I'm nervous because I feel really good right now. And that girl is going to release 10 minutes of all too well. And suddenly I'm going to be in chaos. Like suddenly my life's going to be over. But honestly, I made this playlist called Sad Bitch Music. And it's so embarrassing as to why I made this. Like this was very overdramatic, Ashley. This was pre last episode when I was like, okay, like I was scared into casual dating. I'm okay with casual dating. It was like, I thought this, I was like, I like this guy. He's never going to talk to me again. Sad emo bitch music is what I was playing. So All Too Well is on that playlist, which does make me feel sad because I've listened to it so many times. It's not Taylor's version. It's okay. We're getting it. Whatever. All that is to say that I haven't felt sad -er or my stance has not changed sense listening to that playlist. And it's really got goods. Like, you know, Olivia's on there. Taylor, like the greats, you know, the greats of the breakup era songs. And I mean, it is it's sad bitch music, but I don't feel like sad over my ex. So I think that's fine. But I just felt like it was a caveat that should be thrown out there. Now, if you're someone who finds me attractive and you're listening to this podcast, I, I'm still just this was a fun joke. OK, like Don't count me out, please. Don't stop talking to me because you're nervous of what this Friday Ashley is going to be. Because I promise you, it will not affect you in any way, shape, or form. I have learned to be a quiet um, psychopath. And that also doesn't sound good. I feel like I'm not helping myself in any way once I started talking. And so I'm just going to stop. Not the whole podcast, but this, this section. That is the scary thing. When you start to let people that you like, listen to the podcast, it gets a little bit more nerve wracking about the shit that comes out of your mouth. But I am who I am and I don't know how to stop talking. I There are several situations this weekend. One in particular I can think of like yesterday where I said something and I was like, why did you say that? Like, Why did you bring that up? But I just feel like my brain and my voice don't, they don't talk to each other all the time. It's usually my heart in my mouth and I'm like, shh, you weird, anxious lover. Anyways. OK, you guys, are moving on from that. I have something else exciting to talk about for this Friday. So yes, it is the re-release of Red, which is one of my favorite Taylor Swift albums of all time. So I'm very excited about that. But also, this Friday, November 12th, is the two-year anniversary of I'm Sorry What the Podcast. Can you guys believe it? It's been two years. And you know how I am. I celebrate every milestone, every stupid, bir- like my birthday was a month long in my mind. And I, I meant that. And, you know, I celebrated the thousand downloads and like all these milestones, which the thousand downloads was within a month. Not that like, like over the years, um, that was just like when I switched streaming services, you guys don't need to know this. Why, why am I explaining? You don't, you don't care. You listen to the podcast cause you like the podcast. But anyways, this podcast for me is... me me really doing something that is so hard for me which is like putting myself first and believing in myself because when I you know lost radio and I got out of radio I was like oh my god I what am I gonna do like I miss this I'm gonna miss this so much I miss connecting with people through like through the airwaves I miss you know getting to be myself and have people like relate and all this stuff so really starting this podcast and then continuing it was just me choosing me and believing in myself and being like stop because every day every day it's like you're not like talented enough to have this podcast it's never gonna go anywhere like all these negative thoughts like always cross my mind and I fight through them to do this podcast every week. And when I talk to people and they're like, I love it. And when my friends who will li- who will literally be talking to me on the phone about what I'm talking about on the podcast and will still choose to listen to the full episode, like that is the elite. Like this is like why I do it. And I love it so much. And you guys mean so much to me. And thank you so much for letting me like continue my dream. So I don't know how I'm going to be celebrating on Friday, hopefully with a drink um maybe on a date I don't know if you're sitting there and you're like hey I'm one of those guys that like thinks Ashley's super cute and I want to celebrate her two-year anniversary with her I am available as of now um who knows I might call up the girls and like have some drinks but I I just feel like a glass of brute rose to celebrate it just feels right you know I did tell myself like on October 31st that maybe I should do sober November but you know what it's fine Thanksgiving is this month and like what am I just gonna be like thankful sober like no okay anyways so um yeah I'm really excited about that so I don't know how I'll be celebrating of course but you know there's gonna be some full fucking photo shoot and she's gonna be so extra and like we're just gonna love it so thank you for letting me be me um I really, really appreciate it. And okay, so you know, I I do save all my good dating stories to the end of the podcast, and I do that so that way my dad doesn't have to skip ahead, you know, or or stop listening or whatever, because you know it's just like not his place to listen. It's one thing, um, you know, for me to express my ratchetness to the world. It's another to do it to my dad. and It's another thing to do it to my dad when we live together because I will have to see his face after he listens. He is right down the hall. So, um, (laughs) I, but that means that sometimes I have these stories that I think he'll think are funny. So I got to switch it up. So I'm just going to tell this one Bumble story because I think he'll think it's funny and then we'll save all the ratchet shit for the end. Okay. So I was sick all weekend. Oh, yeah. In case you can't hear my voice, I'm definitely still got a little bit of a cold I'm working through. I'm feeling a lot better. I took a COVID test. I don't have COVID. Um, but anyways, all that is just a side to say that I was pretty much laying in bed all weekend. I was like, hmm, let's just like bumble around. Right. So it was a lot to manage, by the way. Like sometimes when you have like the time to commit to bumble, like it's a lot. you got to like message all these people. And then I had Hinge going and I was like, ah, so many different apps. Like this is not to say I had like a 100 matches you guys like I was just I'm talking like five and it was like a lot Um, but anyways I was talking to this one guy and he is from San Francisco and I don't normally match with people from San Francisco and I know you're like Ashley that sounds really bitchy no no it's just listen they all have the same profile it's all like take me on an adventure whatever they are not the fish photo guys I will say that but you know it's like one picture and they're like button up top from like their meeting they went to with like you know whatever that it's something financy. I have I can't I can't even make a joke because the stock market I don't know I don't even know enough to make these jokes but and then like you know there's always one from like the wedding of a guy who looks just like him and you're like, I, it, it, I'm i just not going to fit into your world. OK, so we're good. Anyways, all this is to say that I I accepted a San Francisco bro into my life and immediately regretted it. Uh, immediately. It seemed like it was fine, actually. But I should have known. He's like from New York, flew to, moved to San Francisco. Like, come on. Um, so this guy, <laughs> so I have on my, on my profile where I work, which obviously the podcast is not my full time job yet. Um, that would be a dream. Uh, but I do love my job. But I don't talk about where I work. I know I mentioned a few times. I try not to talk about it that much here on the podcast because I feel like it would be an HR nightmare um, for these two things to be connected. So I try very hard to keep them separate. So anyways, I have where I work, you know, on my corporate job, on my profile. So this guy wasted no fucking time in um, asking me about my job, obviously. And And all to the point of eventually asking me if I work with influencers because he's an influencer and he would love, just love if we could collab. I was like, bitch, I don't know if you read the title wrong, but this isn't fucking LinkedIn. Like what? And I literally responded to him and I was like, did you only match with me to like because of where I worked? And he's like, you know, I'm all about networking. I was like, I want to throw up All over the place. And listen, I'm sure there's this nice guy that like lives in San Francisco and is like, Ashley, drop the act. I, I can't. I just, I just, I can't. With the networking, and by the way, to answer your question, yes, I do work with influencers, and I did respond. I was like, "Yeah, I do," but like, is this why you connected with me? And then he hit me with the network shit, and I was like, "Hi, I will call myself Casper, this friendly ghost. I will see myself out of this conversation." Like, what do you really think? And then, and okay, so fine. Let's say that we do want to work together. Okay, now you're asking me. Granted, I love my boss. Okay, we're very close. I have already told her the story, but imagine I didn't. And then I'm like, hey boss, I found a new influencer. Really would love to collab together. Oh, where did you find him? Oh, just a dating app. It's fine. Because that doesn't sound so pathetic on my part, as if it doesn't make me sound bad enough that I got played. Now you're expecting me to go tell my work I got played. And granted, you could be like, Ashley, you could just lie about where you met. No, I'm not good at lying. It always comes out. So just like, unless it's a big secret, like a wedding or a baby, like I'm not keeping it. So no, no, it was just so much, but I just really felt like my dad was gonna appreciate that. So we had to to throw in the beginning, we had to throw in the beginning. (laughs) Let's talk a little bit of hot gossip because the celebrity world is popping off as always, but um, the big news was about Wicked. The movie that's coming. I've actually never seen Wicked. I was a theater kid growing up. Yes, I know. Um, If you're thinking, wow, this explains a lot, I agree. I completely agree with you. If you're like, Ashley seems like the kind of person that has no problem being center of attention, the answer is yes. And if you're like, wow, maybe that came from a life of trying to be in the center spotlight as a theater kid. Yes. Do I have a little Rachel Berry in me? Absolutely. Do I like to think I'm a little bit more like Kirk? Yes. Uh, y- yes and yes. So anyways, yes, I was a weird, awkward theater kid. No, I can't really sing. I don't know why I thought I could back in the day, but I've had some great roles, okay? I have played Wilbur in Charlotte's Web. Yes, the pig. And not an angel in the Christmas pageant like all the other girls in my class. I played Santa. Okay, maybe this is why I hate I'm not like a big Christmas person because I played Santa in my school pageant in like second grade and all the kindergartners thought I was Santa and they chased after me. So this could be the reason for two things. One, me not wanting kids and two, me not loving Christmas. Like, I don't know. I feel like we're really unpacking trauma. I don't know why I pay therapists when I have a podcast. I'm just kidding. Go to therapy. Um, genuinely don't even remember what I started to talk about here in any way shape or form oh wicked haha ha, we're back okay so um ariana grande was announced uh playing her dream role of glinda in the new wicked movie and cynthia um evero i believe is how you pronounce her last name i don't even know this is how much i don't watch the movie i don't know how to pronounce the name of the of the green witch but she's the one who has the house drop on honors right oh no that's a different witch who has her house dropped on her. I don't know. She's the evil witch, whatever. I don't know enough wick- about Wicked. Don't come for me. Now, this was an interesting story within itself, obviously. But what I found just so much more fascinating is that James Corden was cast in this. And there is a petition going on. I think it started this morning. It already has 37,000 signatures to make sure that James Corden isn't in this movie. Which, when you think back to the last couple, like, film adaptations and musicals, like, he's, he has been in them. Like, he was in Cats, and he was in Prom on Netflix, and I don't know what else, but I don't know why people hate him. So, if you are a member of the theater community, because I've seen this on TikTok a lot, because I do end up on theater TikTok, because why not? Um, <laughs> and I've seen this from a lot of creators who talk about, like, James Corden must have, like, you know, he's got some, like, he's got someone held hostage or something, and that's why he keeps ending up in these movies. I, I don't really have a problem with him, so I don't know what the hate fire is, but 37,000 signatures, and, like, this article was written this morning, so, like, I don't even know how many it has now, but, like, that, that, that's really, that's really a lot. Um, also, I know I talk about how I don't watch a lot of reality TV, which is super surprising. But I did watch Selling Sunset. I did actually, I didn't watch it when it came out. It took me a a little while, but I'm in it now. I watched it and I guess there's a new spinoff that's going to be Selling OC and it's going to follow one of the brothers, um, Jason, as he like starts his new office there, which Jason is the one dating Chrishell. So I'm assuming that she'll probably be in the show too but they didn't say that they didn't say that I just I know a new season's coming out and I'm really confused because like I keep seeing photos of the cast and like Christine's not with them so I don't know if you don't watch Selling Sunset and you like reality tv shows I think you would like this one it's got a nice amount of like it's it's like watching Um, the Kardashians combined with like HGTV. It's just, it's good. It's fascinating. I really like it. So anyways, I'm super excited. Maybe I'll I'll watch that. And then one of my favorite celebrity stories that I heard today was that Alyssa Milano, so her daughter was scheduled to be a C-section. She went into the hospital and they could have, I don't know how else to say this, but they could have pulled her out or cut her out. (laughs) I feel like that's not the right way to say that, but whatever. We're talking to someone who doesn't want kids. So like, I don't, I don't know the terms, but, um, okay. So she was born. She could have been born at 1130 or could have been at midnight the next day. And so she was making this decision. And one of her friends is like, well, Beyonce was born, you know, the next day. So Alyssa Milano literally held her kid in for another 30 minutes. So her child could have the same birthday as Beyonce. And honestly, I respect and understand that. Of all the weird decisions that people make about their children, like naming them Apple and shit, this one makes the most sense. Why wouldn't you want to share a birthday with an absolute icon, living legend? Like, with an actual goddess on earth. Like, that just, it sounds like the right move to me. So I fully support her on this, like 100%. The amount of times I have to keep stopping to cough is like, so obnoxious. I'm really hoping by the time that this comes out, I look better. Cause okay, I have to let you all in on a little secret. Um, I wasn't feeling good last week, and obviously, like for the podcast, I take like promo pics. You see me in the backyard with my with my um tripod, taking like a hundred photos, and I hated every photo that i took that i think i fucked up my instagram algorithm because i kept deleting them which you're not supposed to do but i literally posted if you were lucky enough to be quick on instagram that day i had two different photos in that plaid shirt on my instagram to promote this podcast and i left the last one up and then i took it down cuz i hate it well here's the other thing it's like my instagram Already to me was like pressure in like a good way. Like I want to put out good stuff and good content because you know, like for you all, for my you know my my followers, my fans, my people. But now my Instagram is attached to my Bumble, and I just added a whole fucking other layer because I was like, oh shit, like. Now I'm there's extra photos to judge what I look like off of. Luckily, my videos um, don't upload. So like you can't hear clips of the podcast and that's normally when I'm not wearing my makeup. But it really stressed me out. And I was like, I don't know. I felt like not a cute lumberjack. Girls, I see all the time them wearing the plaid shirts and they look so fucking cute and folly. I feel like I look like Luke Dane's ugly daughter, like not even April, like the daughter he had with. Anybody else? Definitely not Lorelai. Like, it's so bad. It's so bad. I just, I just want to be a cute plaid shirt girl, but I'm not. I am tragically cursed. So, anyways, um, if you happen to see my Instagram go wild last week, it's because I wasn't feeling good enough to get fully dressed, and then I, I had to pay for that. That was, that was my own karma. So, for the question of the week this week, I wanted to talk about vacations because everyone I've been talking to has been like talking about all their next year plans and like what they're going to do. I will not be taking any personal vacations because I have uh, bachelorettes to attend to. So I wanted to live vicarious. That's not a complaint by the way. I just want to make sure you know that. I'm very excited. I've had a passport for like so long and I never used it. I'm finally going to go to Mexico and I'm super excited about it. I've been like you know, doing some research uh, when I was sick and like going way too crazy. But anyway, so I wanted to see where people were vacationing next year. So I asked what are people's favorite vacation spots? So this is what I've got. Disney, LOL, love it. I respect it. It's okay, Disney adult, Jamaica, New Zealand, Yosemite. I got a lot of Hawaii's. I also have never been to Hawaii, which I know is probably really shocking because I think that every person I know has gone to Hawaii actually this year it was painful because my parents went to Hawaii and then my sister and my brother-in-law went to Hawaii and then it was just me like oh okay everyone's taking trips no one's inviting me um Paris ooh, Zion National Park I think it's Zion Z-I-O-N that sounds fun Spain ooh, that would be so fun Kauai um, literally anywhere. Respect at this point. I agree. Um, got another one for Hawaii and some more for Disney. So if you're planning a vacation next year, here are a couple spots that the listeners love. And don't forget, you can answer the question of the week on my Instagram every Monday. You can follow me at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. Listen, if you have talked to me over the past year, then you know there's only one thing that has been saving my 2021, and that is my Keith Giusto Bread Club subscription. You guys, This is the best thing that's ever happened. I know that's dramatic, but hear me out. You get monthly two baguettes, one sourdough loaf, and then like a monthly loaf, which is different. And it's always something super fun. And my family and I fight over this shit all the time. And it drives me crazy because I'm like, listen, only one of us is playing for the dough here. I'm bringing in the dough, I'm ordering the dough. Don't touch my bread club. It's come in handy so many times because. I'm the kind of girl who's never going to show up to a party empty handed, and I always bring a bottle of wine, but now I'm like upgraded because I'll just slice up my baguette, bring some salami and cheese, and bam, it's like, hi, I brought wine and classy charcuterie and the literal best sourdough bread you're ever going to have in your life, you're welcome you will not be disappointed in this bread club. Sign up now. You can get 50% off your first box using promo code SLEEK because you know your girl's going to hook you up, S-L-E-E-K. And you can sign up at kgbreadclub.com or you can follow the link in my bio at Ashley Sleek. All right, my friends, it is time for the ratchet part of this podcast. Let's talk about dating. Oh my goodness gracious, you guys. Um, I've learned something so interesting about online dating in the dating world and I feel like there are phases of what it's like to online date so obviously phase one is like you guys just matching right so it's like that's exciting you got a new match hooray and then it's like okay you message him I'm going off bumble because that's the one I use the most but I have I did use hinge as well so then it's like okay you message him is he actually gonna message you back and then like are you are you gonna message back are you actually gonna have like a bumble conversation like is that really in the works for you? And then the next phase of excitement is like are you going to move to texting, which I feel like is so underrated of an accomplishment. I didn't realize I this is why I'm talking about the phases because when I got was getting back into dating, everybody was like, "Oh my god, you're getting back into dating. This is so exciting." And they kept calling it dating, which I assume meant that people went on dates, but that's not really the case. So I feel like I so early on like would bring up going out on a date like super soon and i felt like that wasn't normal but i thought it was if we remember remember the guy that i was talking to that said that it was too expensive to take me on a date or something weird like that anyways but i didn't realize how abnormal it was to actually go on a date like i thought that was so weird so i feel like the real like we're going on a date is you moving from bumble to texting and then it's like, oh, if you manage to get a date, like that's also very exciting. But like, wow. OK, so then I guess like the really the the real next phase is dating. But that's so funny because when you like, like I said, coming out of this to completely new when you're talking to someone about it, you're like, oh, like the life is you match with someone and then you're like, go on dates and see if you like each other no that is not how it works these days so I just thought that was super interesting and you know at first this used to like really scare me and freak me out but I I didn't know this was possible you guys but I think I was really fucking scared into casual dating by the guy with the babies like I feel like I have a whole new outlook and obviously I'm still husband hunting don't don't think I've counted that shit out but I definitely feel less intense about it and it's a little bit more relieving. So I so I say this because I know my fellow people in the dating world like you put all this pressure on yourself like oh my god, I got to find a husband, I got to find the one and it makes it really hard and you like you do project those stresses onto the person that you're dating. So my advice here is like you know, try to take the pressure off and just like have some fun which I know is so hard because you're like at the end of the day like we're getting into the cuffing season and you would like to be cuffed and no one wants to go to Thanksgiving again and have to answer for why you're still single so like I hear you I hear the pressures but just try to like breathe it out before you talk to someone so you don't like put all that pressure on them also I forgot to mention this last week one of the most iconic birthday posts I've ever received in my whole life was from George I, I think I've mentioned this and maybe I didn't. I honestly don't remember, but you tell me and be like, Ashley, your concussions are kicking in. We talked about this. George, in my birthday post, the very last photo is of Ohio. The very last photo in his birthday post is of Ohio. If you don't know who Ohio is, I think you're going to have to go back through the podcast and listen to it. I think that's the episode that says dad just skip this podcast. Um, I will put it maybe in the, in the, in the notes here, but like, I just thought that was literally the most iconic thing in the whole world. And I don't know if George's profile is public or not, but listen, if I can get to like, you know, if we can get me to like a thousand TikTok subscribers, I'm at 900 right now. I'll, I'll share the photo of Ohio, like on my profile, you know what I mean? Um, but I was, I was literally, literally dying. Like that was just the funniest thing in the whole world. And I loved it so much. So, so, so much. I feel like I, throughout this like podcast podcast, In dating process. When a guy like wants to listen to my podcast, I get so excited, right? And when they listen to it often, I'm like, oh my God, like what a sign that he must be interested in me. But I feel like that's not the case. And here's why. I think I'm ruling out one very, very like logical reason that a guy might continue to listen to the podcast and maybe that it's just good, Maybe the podcast is actually just good. In the two years of me having it, I think it's fair for me to say that maybe guys, don't stick around listening to the podcast because they like me. Maybe they just like the podcast. So that's the new mantra I'm going with. And I'm going to stop being so obsessed and excited when someone listens to the pod. I mean, I'll still be excited, but I won't. And I wasn't always like, oh my God, he's in love with me. He listens to the podcast. Like, okay, I'm not that crazy, but I just feel like it's not as much going to be a sign that someone might like be really interested in me that they listen to the podcast. I think they just genuinely enjoy it. Um, Speaking of men, I forgot to tell you about this guy. Okay. So uh, this guy that I was talking to for just a little bit over like we we moved we made it through the phase we were in Bumble and then we were texting and he was like a little bit younger than me just like a few years and you know a lot of my friends are dating younger guys so I was like I'll try this shit out so he asked me for my Instagram which like obviously you guys know like. Anything for a follow, like any, literally anything. When you're trying to be an influencer, I mean, I wouldn't go as far as to match with somebody. So that way I would like get their Insta follows. That's insane. But this guy was like, What's your Instagram? So I gave it to him, whatever. And then I was like, Oh, this is so fun. Now I'll get to check out yours. And he's like, Yeah, just a warning. Um, My profile is filled with photos of my ex. And I was like, What? (laughs) Like, wait, what? And I literally was like, Red flag. And I want you guys all to tell me, I was almost going to put this as the question of the week, but because he follows me and I don't want to lose a follower, I was like, I will put this to the podcast. You can DM me at Ashley Sleek on all platforms, or you can um, comment here on the podcast wherever you're streaming. You can hit me up on my website at Ashley Sleek. I need to know, is this not a red flag? He seemed so upset when I said that, which obviously no one likes to be called out, but I just don't understand how that's a given. How is that not a given? Like, your social media page, which you control yourself, is full of photos of your ex. Like if you if you really did some digging, you could find photos of my ex on my Instagram. But that's either one because I skipped the photo, which is like rare because I've, I've combed through many times or to it's it's a group photo and I like that memory or it's like in the carousel you know and I'm like shit I don't want to lose all my pictures because of this fucker you know which hey listen I know I'm over it but I'm just saying anyways um but hit and I I looked at his profile it was not only like pictures of them it was like these very loving captions and I was like sir you are not over your ex and then he was like because he asked, he's like, why is that a red flag? I'm like, well, you're not over her. Like, there, there are so many photos of her on your social media. And he's like, but you don't know our relationship. And I was like, yeah, see, the defensive answer as well is not helping your case. Like, if you were just like, oh, yeah, I'm not a social media guy. I mean, st- I actually genuinely, I don't know what you could have said to get out of it. Because to me, like, I just feel like if you have that many photos of her still up. And he was like, you know, it wasn't like this bad ending, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... You could have an amicable split, but if you're trying to date another girl or, like, go on dates and then you ask, like, you, that's what kills me. You opened it up for the Instagram. I would have had no idea. Like, I wasn't going to find you. Like, granted, I get it. Like, eventually, yes, I would have tried to stalk him. But, like, I, I mean, his profile was private. I would have had no idea. You opened yourself up to this and then was, like, surprised that I was, like, yeah I'm not into it like yeah I don't want I don't really want to like go down that road obviously people need rebounds and I understand and respect that I just wasn't really signing up to be one or at least just like tell me you know what I mean like I'm looking for a rebound oh fun and if I'm in the mood to have meaningless sex I'll have meaningless sex with you but like I just couldn't believe that this guy was shocked that having pictures of his ex on his Instagram wasn't a turn off like what and you know here's the deal it's like of course we all want to know what the guy that we're dating's exes look like. Obviously, like I was able in my ex, I didn't have to do too much work. There was still some tagged photos up. And so I was able to like see her and I was like, oh, okay, for sure, for sure. Like, but we want to do a little bit of a hunt. Don't make it that easy for me now. And then I felt bad for her because I know, because he told me he broke up with her. And I was like, if I was dating you and you were posting that much about me with these loving ass captions, I would think we're going to be together forever. And now I feel bad for her. So now I really can't fucking date you. You know what I mean? It was just so much. It was, it literally cracked me up so much. I felt bad. I'm not trying to laugh at him. Obviously, I don't know if he'll listen to this podcast. I really hope he doesn't because I don't want him to think I'm making fun of him. But this is a podcast where I have to say, I'm sorry, what? And I literally opened this dude's Instagram account and out of my mouth was like I'm sorry what like what the fuck is this it was oh my god it was too good it was too good you guys and I think that actually I didn't introduce it this way but that was definitely my I'm sorry what moment of the week like I'm sorry what you thought that having so many photos of your ex-girlfriend on your Instagram was not gonna be a turnoff that was not between that and LinkedIn, I feel like I was really having a rough time this weekend, but it was really fun. And anyways, thank you so much for listening. I'm sorry. I would go longer in talking to you guys, but I think my voice is about to give out. And I, um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm dying a little bit, but hopefully I'm going to be better so I can have my Brute Rosé on Friday. I love you all so much. Thank you for two amazing years of this podcast. I love you all so much. I hope that you've enjoyed him as much as I have. And I'm so excited for many, many more years. Please like, comment, subscribe, download. You can follow me on all platforms at Ashley Sleek. I love you so much. Okay. Bye.